to episode two of the Dorm Room Broadcast Podcast. I am Owen D. Rosengarden. And I am Blake Kenneth Weaver. As you may notice today, in comparison to our last episode, we do not have a guest. Wow. Never thought we'd make it this far. It'll be okay, though. This could actually be just as good. Yeah, I mean... If not not better. It's time for us to prove our relevance at this point now. No Ashton... No Sam O, unfortunately for the fans. We got some comments saying they loved Sam O, so now... I loved him. Just you and me, homie. So let's kick this thing off. Gotta start it off with the cheers. No doubt. Of course. So probably burn. <sighs> so as we did forget to mention last time, you can see it on our Instagram. We are wearing some pretty fabulous merchandise. Very nifty. Now... As you may have noticed, if you are following our Instagram, we are not going to be selling this merch at this point in time. We just, it costs too much to do the drop shipping and the storage of everything. And I think the subscription that we would end up paying, like we would barely break even on it based on the amount of people that responded. So tell your friends, you know, advertise for us if you want to get some more followers. Because then at some point in the future, if we do get a decent enough following, then we'd love to put out some merchandise yeah. but until then it's just for us to look stylish and just yeah. so you know just, what you're just watching just because it's not out right now does not mean that we're never going to have it out for the public if you uh, if you want to see it if you want to have some of this in your own wardrobe uh, show that you're interested please send it to your friends and family mm-hmm. anyone who might love this pod <laughs> or this or just the merch. It's a, it's a very comfortable hoodie. So enough with the promos. We'll get into some actual podcasting at this point, I guess. First real week of school this week. Yeah. How's well, it going for well you, done. man? Um, other than Spanish, it's been fantastic. Yeah, Spanish seems pretty difficult for you. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely my worst class. I, I don't mean school. to say for you either. I just mean uh, in general. It applies. Saying for you applies for me. Um, Spanish was definitely my worst class in school, and I'm now in fifth semester Spanish now. <laughs> and let's just say I was not prepared for the teacher to go full speed ahead. Well, yeah, especially Spanish. you had the unfortunate situation of having your professor switched out to yes. a Latin man himself. So you are a little bit in over your head at the moment. but A little bit. I it think, should be okay. Yeah, you said you're actually... There goes our fan art. Oh, man. You're actually decently excited to figure out how to speak Spanish for real, huh? Hopefully. I mean, we'll see. I, I did watch an episode of a BoJack Horseman in Spanish with Spanish subtitles to I try, to, remember that. Yeah, to, try to learn it. He's well-versed now. I, I know about 70% of what is said. Okay. Hey, then, that's not too bad. I, I took four years of German in high school, and I think I tested into semester four or five when I took my okay. test here. I definitely chose not to take it, though, because the level at which I feel like they'd be speaking might be one that I'm not prepared to take, and I probably could not understand 70% of it, to be fair. That's Sorry about now. what's happening with me. Um, actually, so we had a Spanish essay due this Monday, and in class Monday, he told us that it would be done in class Wednesday. However, what actually happened was he meant to say the exercises would be done in class Wednesday, not the essay. A common and, misconception. Yeah, of course, of course. And so half the class 
did not do the essay, and we're very confused when... So so it wasn't an in-class essay at all? It was not an in-class essay. Okay. And so half the class was... Well, the half that did not do it was very confused when we did not have an in-class essay on Wednesday. And we talked to him. He's like, well, that is not what I said. Um, but just because it's the first one, I'll let you turn it in by midnight tonight with a 20% <laughs> drop in your grade. Wow, seriously. However, I think... So originally it was me and two other kids from the class came up to him and we were the first people to say something. So I think he originally thought it was just us three. And then I think more people said something because about an hour or two later, he sends out a email. He's like, guys, I'm sorry. Um, the, the posted due dates in canvas are not going to change ever. Okay. So those are correct is what he's saying. Yes. Cause that's what I would wonder, you know, obviously Based on what he said, I wouldn't imagine you guys had any confusion. You thought it was straightforward, but, you know, in case you had checked Canvas, would you have gone with what Canvas said? Or I did check Canvas. And so you oh. still went with what you thought he said well, in class? Well, that's because, so he was talking about the exercises, but the exercises were also in Canvas. And he said to ignore that mm-hmm. and wait until Wednesday to do it in class. Right. Okay, so that's a big mess, but... You guys get punished for the twenty percent drop off, so that's. Oh, uh, we don't time. anymore. Does he? No. Yeah, be, because so many like more people went up and said. Oh, something. so when it was he just you everyone. three, he told you guys you would have the twenty yes, percent. He sent out the email later, like, "Hey guys, my bad. Um, for this one, you're not going to have a drop in your grade, but it's never going to happen again." All right. Yeah. Well, that's fortunate. Even though you only had one day to write it, that means then. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was going to be in class anyways. So. True. Yeah, I guess I didn't think about that. So. No, no, nothing lost in the end. No, well, a little grief over it, but yeah, you came out the other side. Uh, Classes for me have been going pretty smoothly so far. I'd say nothing too crazy. Uh, The workload isn't overly ambitious. I wouldn't say just a lot of reading for me. I, I believe I remember you saying yours is about the same thing. Yeah, a good amount of reading. Sometimes I think I knocked out. I don't know, like a little over 100 pages this week of reading, and I'm a little behind while, while I'm at it, too. But that's wow. just a matter of me actually wanting to read, you know? So it's not crazy. And even now, uh, you and I are both working as of this week, too, yes. picking up those student jobs. And I would say, you know, finding the balance is a little tricky, but it's not that hard to do. It's not terrible. We uh, I, we actually talked about this earlier today, how our hours are maybe like 12 a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which it's, is not terrible at all. No, you still have plenty of time to be a full-time student and work. Yes. Make like 100 bucks a week. Yeah. I don't know if you're going to be making much more than that, but well, I'll mean, take what I can get. 15 an hour is not bad for a campus job. Well, true. I was pretty pleased when I was looking at the openings for campus jobs that they were mostly all around like the 15 range. Like that, that was nice. I, I always heard that campus jobs paid shittily. And so... Well, I, I know they used to be 12. And then they sent out the email maybe a month before school started saying, like, hey, they've all been moved to $15 an hour. You should apply. And oh, so I, I assume they just did not have enough people. Yeah, I would imagine. And just with the cost of living in general, you know, you have a lot of students here that, like, even upperclassmen who are sustaining themselves probably have to work campus jobs right. still. I would imagine, like, a lot of them, but even so, some of them are going to have to. So, well, but they got to compete with all the local businesses too. We got a, a friend of ours who recently started working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh which, yeah, and he's a good little kitty too. He is a good little kitty. <laughs> well, has he started working there yet? Necessarily, he he had orientation 
yesterday, I believe. Do you count that as working? He gets paid for it. Okay, I count it as working then, too. Yeah, money's money. True. Money's a big virtue to have right now. I have been having computer troubles myself. Yes, as you may notice, I don't know if it was apparent in the other episodes or not, not, but the laptop we're using to record some of the audio is different different yeah <laughs> yeah we had our fair share of technical difficulties we were working out how the microphones and all the software was going to go throughout the day it's a little bit trickier <clears throat> on the uh microsoft computer is the dell microsoft i'm not really sure it's dell okay on the dell computers but we figured it out at least hopefully i guess we'll find out how this sounds in post yeah, biggest problem was just that we got two mics both picking up different audio from different usb ports so and that brings me to another point too uh we're happy to announce i guess that we have taken on another team member i suppose you could say in john montella um you may know him from mention of our last video if you checked out the links in our youtube description and uh, because he wrote our intro song by himself and now he's it's incredible he's taking charge it. of editing our audio and video together he's doing a great job uh f- Sometime soon we'll figure out how to get those episodes on Spotify. Hopefully this yes. one too won't take as long, but for now they should all be on YouTube. So I'm very pleased with the work that John did. I am too. Def- definitely check him out if you haven't already. His he, work is incredible. He knows so much about sound systems too. Even uh, he gave us a little note after our first episode. He said, uh, just based on the looks of these microphones, the diaphragm should be vertical on the mics and Thus, we do not have them bent towards us anymore. We have them standing straight up. So shout out, John, for making us sound absolutely sexy. Well, I guess it's open to interpretation, but I mean, come on, at the end of the day, we all know it's true. So thank you, John. Uh, Another thank you I'd like to give out. We have these uh, handy-dandy little fan arts here. Uh, Some good friends of ours who may or may not be coming on the pod at some point in time. I think the plan is May. Some of them. Right. Two out of three, at the very least. So uh, thank you guys for giving us something to decorate the show with. Sorry we forgot about them in episode one. That's our bad for sure. We it's were a bit of a loss, them. but they're here now. So For the next hundred episodes, Blake and Owen, hundred episodes. That's an original yeah. thought. It is. I've never heard that before. No, not, never. not in any TV shows or anything. None that we have, might have watched recently either. We, w- we went through that pretty fast. We yeah, did. That was... Less than a, what was it a week? It might have been about a week. Yeah, we just binged the entirety of Rick and Morty, being that Blake had never seen it before. Uh, the cat and I had though, so that's true. Not the cat and the hat. The cat and I had, and so we decided to <laughs> walk Blake through it one time, give him a little view of a pretty top-notch cartoon, in my opinion. It was very good. I highly recommend to anyone who also has not had the chance to see it. New season coming out. Rick and Morty sponsor us. You know, we'd love to team up with Rick and Morty. Maybe we can get get them on the pod. We can get Justin Roiland on the pod, or that, or would you want to get Rick and Morty on the pod? I'd want Rick and Morty, but I feel that like might be the, the logistics behind that might be a little tough. Video might be a little interesting for that episode. But we got beneath the banner, we got a TV back here. So oh, I mean, we can get, get them talking to us through the TV. Just that could actually be pretty stream. cool. We have them like film an episode <laughs> preemptively. I guess we would have to be like mic'd up though or like no not mic'd up we are mic'd up but uh have like a script written out you know preemptively so and that's not what we do here at the dorm room broadcast podcast everything that we 
everything that we rip is right off the chest. You know, this is all raw. You do not have a script. Nowhere to be seen. See, you sound a little sarcastic when you say that, but he's 100% correct. We do not have a script. We're raw dogging it every episode. So, of course. I think we're doing all right. Uh, we I think so. Don't need any guests, that's for sure. Don't need them. Don't. We do want them, actually. We, we, we do want guests. <laughs> really badly, we want guests. That's the purpose of the show. But today, we had some circumstances come up. Some technical difficulties. Uh, it was Not technical, but difficulties. Technically, it was a difficulty, but no, it was not technical. I agree with you. It was definitely a pain in the ass, though. I have no problem saying that. But here we are. Blake and I can film episodes by ourselves really well, and that's what we're doing right now. Doing well so far, I'd say. True. I don't know how many times I'm going to pick up my mug and not drink from it and set it back down. Maybe it might be a little too hot for you. It's not at all, but I am at two so far, so any watchers out there, keep an eye on that. We can keep a count on it. Two so far for the episode? Let's not be ambitious, but yeah, let's do it on our fingers. Of course. We're not going to edit it in yet. Well, uh, we definitely, a, <laughs> we yeah. definitely won't. John be, might be able to, but I'm not going to ask a him to. Later stage of production in terms of the show itself. I drank it that time, though. I heard it, actually. I also did. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe the viewers did as well. We may have. I'm really happy with the interaction that we've been getting, though. Uh, we're fortunate enough that Instagram keeps offering me um, paid ads. Basically, they really like us. The Instagram people love us. Well, yes. on this account, they do. I went on a tangent yesterday. I had a little manic episode <laughs> myself. Yes. But, yeah, they've given me two $20 credits to promote some of our posts. And the analysis okay. that we've gotten back from them. Like 5,000 accounts reach yeah, recently? We're Which to, is very nice. Up to 150 followers on Instagram. That's solid. So, I mean, I'm really happy about that. Viewers on our last video shot up. In comparison, I think, I mean, yeah, they we, might we've be... we've already passed episode zero. Yeah, they're already passed episode zero on that one. Was of, I think, two days ago, actually. Yeah, and I mean, the the time that it took to get there was not even anywhere close. I think it was three days. Yeah, so thank you to everybody who tuned into those. Hopefully you tune into this one and the next one, and maybe even the one after that, too. Hopefully just the next, like, 100 episodes. Owen and Blake, 100 episodes, Dorm Room Broadcast Podcast. So, the other night, I know... You and Corey were both applauding me on my Breaking Bad impressions, right? They were, yes, they were really uh, good. Your, your Jesse one is top notch, in my opinion. You didn't like any of the other ones. I liked your Jesse one. Your Hank was. I didn't do a Hank. At I all. thought you did a Hank. And I did. I thought it was atrocious. I did uh, a mic. That that was the one. That one I. You think was my mic is bad? All right. Yes. <clears throat> Which one should I do first? Do Mike first, so we set the bar low, and then Jesse to knock it out of the park. It's ridiculous. <laughs> set him up and knock him down. Walter, come here, Walter. You can't be doing that, Walter. See? That's pretty good. If any of you have ever seen Breaking Bad, that's exactly what Mike sounds like, and you can't tell me I'm wrong. All right, which one do you want? Really, I want, you, I want Jesse. Jesse now? No Walt? Do you want to? Do you want to do all of them? Uh, yeah, I okay. do, obviously. I brought it up. Then I want Jesse to go last. Okay. Well, I'll do my Gus then. My Gus is way worse than my mic, though. I don't remember your Gus. Last chance to look at me, Hector. I do remember <laughs> it now. It's pretty you were, good. You were clicking the little bell. Yep. Although it wasn't Gus who clicked the bell. It was. Well, yeah, you got to play both parts. I was kind of setting the scene for you. Is the whole dynamic behind it, you know? 
I understand. <laughs> just, and so it was a good impression because at the end of the day, you understood it. Or did I have to explain it? You had, you had to make the face. Yeah, you, you had face. to make the face for me to get it. If you're only listening on Spotify when we get this out, you, he made a face. That's Hector. Hector Salamanca. Watch Breaking Bad if you haven't. Otherwise, none of this is relevant to you. Skip ahead 30 seconds. All right. Now we'll do Walter. <laughs> Jesse, we need to cook, Jesse. Like, that one's pretty good. You don't like that one? <laughs> it's something. I, I don't know if I'd say good, but it's, it's something. It's right. not bad. All right, all right. I'll say it's not bad. Well, now here's the pinnacle of the Breaking Bad impressions. <clears throat> Yo, Mr. White, bitch. What are we doing, bitch? <laughs> Throwing in bitch at the end of everything you say. It saves it. That's that's It brings it all together. That's the it's, Jesse Pinkman character Jesse, at yeah. the end of the day. So It's the essence of Jesse. Anyways, I personally think I knocked three out of four of those out of the park. I'm well aware. I'd love aware. to hear all of your opinions on that. My, my Gus needs work. I can acknowledge that. But Walter, Jesse, yo, Mr. White, bitch. Like, they're all perfect. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Now, we did lay mention a couple seconds ago to the fact that Instagram loves us. Us. Not, not just him. No. I will point that out. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. Okay. So brace yourselves. <laughs> I have had one account taken from me on Instagram already without warning that I remember, without any chance at appeal. It was just robbed from me. I had to make another one, Blake. My last name has two N's in it now That's on Instagram. Not right. No. That's at least not give, how it's spelled. At least give me my name back. Right? Did you try any like dots? Like Oh, actually, you know what? It does have one end now because I changed it. My bad. Oh. <laughs> Even so, Instagram, I won't stand for it anymore. And now, I'm telling you, Blake, they, they flag me on the littlest things. I can't comment anything. Can we know what one of your comments was? I mean, I'm not going to go into specifics about it, but I, I can tell you it wasn't, it wasn't report-worthy, right? And so, it can be for me. I've been in a situation before where I've just called somebody stupid. The word stupid. Okay. After sending That's it, not too bad. they will delay publishing it and they'll say, this might be hurtful to others. Are you sure you want to post it? And I always am. Yeah, so I just let it. Of course. I let it post. And so then, it's up to me. I should be willing to face punishment if somebody chooses to report me. I think that's fair. Okay. However, Instagram takes it into their own hands and then they just take down my comment and then they tell me my account might get suspended in the Not future. Not even reported? No, no. Like you sure no one reported you? It's up there for three seconds. There's no mm. chance. Yeah, they give me the chance to post it. I take it, and then they punish me for it. I think. I think next time you want to call someone stupid, you have to do it in a roundabout way. Be like, you know what? Dolphins are stupid, and you're a dolphin. Although dolphins are actually pretty smart. <sighs> yeah, I guess I'm gonna have to just because you know I've tried the unconventional methods of saying stupid. You know, I've worked okay. my way around it for sure. Not even. Sometimes I'm not even that hostile about it. I'll admit, I've been hostile on occasion, right? I, I, I can justify some of my comments being taken down on Instagram. But uh, for the most part, Zuckerberg is out to get me, and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Well, you did actually out about, what was it, 48 terrorists? 
recently? Definitely not that many, but I, I thought I thought I saw that forty eight people had liked your post. I wish, but yeah, no, I I took care of a lot of terrorists yesterday. Uh, all of you self identified terrorists out there, don't out yourself like that, man. Come on, I'm I'm on the lookout. I'm giving up names. Well, actually, I I would like them to out themselves. I don't want to be a part of a terrorist attack. I'd right. rather them get caught before. Well, no. suit, suit yourself. You know, I think everybody has the right to do what they want to do. So if what you want to do is terror, then that's fine. Well, it's not. It's not it's fine. It's not fine. But I'm fine with it. Is that an official stance that I want to take on this issue? I will not be siding with you on that. Well, your name is on this podcast as well as mine. So yes, Dorm Room Broadcast Podcast supports terrorists. Half of broadcast podcast does I do not well hold on just take out the I do not then it can be subjective to which half I will not go on record saying that <laughs> um, if you are a future employer of mine and you've made it this far in the episode I would like um, to tell you to stop watching this. Probably should have put that at the start. Maybe we can somehow cut it and put it at the start. Do you think that no. will matter in the future? Three, by the way. I didn't. Three. I didn't just drink that. Okay. Um, Do you think what we say on this podcast is going to affect our I'd say professional depends, careers? It depends on how bad the things we say are. As a so far, I don't think anything that we have said can actually impact our career. Okay, so, I mean, I think it matters on the status of the job, too. So maybe we just don't run for political office? Maybe. Although, we have some good ideas sometimes. Some people might support them and agree with them. Like terrorists. Terrorists would agree with what you said (laughs) recently. Hey, I thought you said you wanted followers. All right, so let's do what we can Mm. to build a fan base, and then... Okay, so, so now you're making me torn. Do I want... Do we want fans? followers even if they are terrorists. Or do we want to shut down terrorism forever? That's a tough question because we want to sell merch at some point. Imagine that. Imagine that. You see terrorist attack on the news and like if usually they don't apprehend them. Normally they find them is the situation and I guess our merch would be... Give them some candy. (laughs) Our merch would be... (laughs) A little tattered, I would assume, but you just find the little... It's like ransom notes. You're just picking together letters. You're like, what the... Dorm Room Broadcast Podcast. At least they were a fan of the most popular podcast in America. That, I can stand for. I will say, though, as a potential future lawyer, you may want to have a stronger opposition to terrorism. terrorism. Lawyers can feel however they want about it. I'll defend a terrorist. I mean, I guess if you're a public defender. Or a private defender. I, I suppose so. Yeah, you don't have to limit I me. Suppose. I don't think terrorists, I mean... Although, you did make a good point. Terrorists probably aren't going to be making it to court. Yeah, <laughs> I guess I didn't think about that part. But uh, if you're a terrorist in, like, seven years, six, seven years, just hit me up. I'll represent you, man. Let's, let's get this thing done. You have to commit a crime. First, allegedly, but th- then we can figure it out. All right, we can do this thing. Yeah, you, they don't have to necessarily commit a crime. They just have to 
have people think that they did. Classic. That's just prejudice against terrorists. You know, we need to stop judging terrorists so harshly in America. That's my official stance on terrorism. I'm apparently friends with a few terrorists. I didn't know That's that true. until my Instagram story yesterday. So, Aren't you actually dating a terrorist? Yeah, I am. Which I, I suppose it does make sense why you support them now. You think you know a person. You really do. I mean... can't believe you're blindsided like that. No. Well, you okay. Uh, you know I'm okay. I'm, oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I, I almost said I love terrorists. Fortunately, I didn't. Because we are on air. We are. <laughs> that, that would have been probably the most interesting choice that we've made during the duration of this podcast. It's a good thing we're filming this a couple days later. Would probably would have been a bad idea on like Monday to film this. That that's a bit much for me, Owen. <laughs> you know, when when is it going to stop being too soon? Well, hold on. Actually, let me ask you a different question. Is it too soon for Holocaust jokes? I think all jokes have to be made with in good taste. Go in, go, go like, in, go like there's a there's a time and place and like so yeah, say sure time say. place and person. So if it's a comedian, are you fine if they tell a Holocaust joke? Yeah. Are you fine if they tell a nine eleven joke? Yeah. Okay. So it's still it's not too soon, even though everybody in the audience would be like, "Oh no, you didn't." But I'd say even the so audience would laughing. probably be about a fifty fifty split. The University of Wisconsin-Madison likes to say that if you laugh at a joke that is offensive, that means you're creating a culture of normalizing it. So everybody who's ever been to a comedy show and found a 9-11 joke funny, well, guess what? You support 9-11. Not cool, man. <laughs> I think we learned that on the, on the You Got This. Right? Yeah, did you, you see that this? part two came out this morning? I did actually notice that. It's only like Which, 15 minutes, they said, though, so that's nice. I didn't pick it up, so it doesn't count. We're still at three. Still at three? Mm-hmm. But, uh... Not horrible. Yeah, I, I, when I saw the emails, that was the first thing I saw when I eventually rolled out of bed and checked my notifications. Did alcohol... <laughs> Sorry. Did alcohol education part two come out as well? I think so, right? Yep. It's You Got That's This great. and Alcohol EDU. But they're both just 15 minutes, they say. It's fantastic use of my, uh, my weekend, I suppose. Mommy Manukin's just looking out for us, and if she wants me to do it, I will. We still want you on this podcast, Mommy Anukin. So, please come on. Lock in before I tweak out is basically all I'm saying. You DM'd her, right? Didn't you? No, I was too scared. Oh, I feel like okay. I mean, I guess I could be respectful and DM her, right? Then I wouldn't yeah. get in trouble. Don't maybe. But don't if I call did- her, Mommy. <laughs> what the? There, there is currently possibly a hyena in the surrounding area. Like, is there seriously a dog out there? It sounds like Did a dog. Did you think it was barking? I thought it was, like, a very high-pitched laugh. Well, oh, so you think it's a person, not actually a hyena? I do. They have a terrible laugh. Sorry. Uh, hopefully, I don't have anything to say, actually. I was going to call our own podcast funny, but we're a little full of ourselves for that, so. I didn't think that you could ever be too full of yourself, Owen. You know, I... Really, just been trying to be a more modest person lately. I'm impressed. You know, I am one of the best to ever live, but. Oh, well, obviously. 
you don't have to wear that on your sleeve all the time. Put it in everybody's face. It's a little obnoxious, I think. That could be a merch idea. I'm the best to ever live. <laughs> on the sleeves, actually. Yeah, that way it's not in everybody's face. Unless <laughs> you hold up your sleeve. But like then maybe, you are wearing it on your sleeve. Like maybe let's say you're in a classroom and you're answering a question. Oh, right there here. you go. Yeah. Then right in their face, I'm the best to ever live. What happens if you get that question wrong, though? Um, how about if you turn your sleeve inside out and says, I suck? So how about that? Not not this idea. That's stupid, and we're not going to do that. <laughs> but have you asked any questions in lectures yet? Any questions in lectures? Yeah. Yeah? A couple. Any big lectures or kind of smaller ones? No. Mm. Biggest lecture that I've said something in is probably like... 50 people. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... So not crazy. I had a little bit of anxiety. I had a question today in PolySci, and I had a little bit of anxiety over it. I was like, maybe I just email him after the fact. I mean, your PolySci is a couple hundred kids, 400 right? kids in there. You know, it's not even the biggest that's class here, but that's a lot of kids. And it was a valid question, and I don't think I sounded stupid, but, like, I was definitely going over the Hopefully wording not. in my head, like, several times. Like, okay, don't stutter, don't fumble. One clear-cut question. And then... It took him 35 seconds to a minute to actually notice my hand was up and caught me. Actually, some someone else in the middle section raised their hand and said, I think you have a question over there. So that was really exciting for me as my first... Uh, Build up your anxiety. <laughs> my first bit. question in a college lecture. But, uh, oh, that was your first one. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your smallest lecture looking like? Like, how many people? My smallest one? Um, so I guess... Going down the order. So biggest would be poli side with 400. I think Botany 240 has... It might be actually close to 100 kids. A lot of them sit on the right... Maybe like 70 is more realistic. Um, then... I can't even remember my other classes. Then I have comparative literature. And that one might have like 30 kids in it. Okay. And I think so like that's... A, just a large regular class. And I think that's comparable to history. History might have a little bit more than 30. So I think my complet is... But okay. yeah... Complet is in like a high school classroom, basically. It's in the Hall of Education, so it's just like, I don't know, it's right. more modern and it's not a big lecture hall. I wouldn't even say we really get lectures in there, too. I don't know what it is. Who is she talking to? I don't know. Why did that do that? That's a fantastic question. My phone is talking to us. Okay. Does it have like a Hey Siri type thing? I know it's not an it, iPhone. It does, but for whatever reason, it just randomly picks up things that aren't. Oh, so it does that sometimes? Yeah. I see. What what is the what is the trigger word for it? I think it's Bixby. Because it's Samsung. Bixby. Or it might just be Hey Google. Hey Bixby. Fuck you. I didn't understand that. She didn't understand. I think she did. Anyways, technology. I mean we live in a crazy time. Oh. <laughs> technology brings us back to a point that we were trying to make a long time ago. I don't even remember it. The laptop. We never talked about that, did we? No, we so... just mentioned it. Bought a laptop about... I actually got it for a pretty good deal. Refurbished Mac off Amazon. So I got it for like 750 bucks, I think. Not crazy for like a 2019 MacBook Pro. I was pretty excited about it. And I got like the most storage on it, too. Okay. Yeah. The, the whole terabyte or uh, it was half like, a terabyte? It was like 500 gigs. Is that half okay. a terabyte? 512. Yeah, okay. So... I think. I, I got that largest option, which costs a decent amount. It might have been like another 50 bucks on top of it, if I'm honest with you. And it worked for about a couple months or so. We filmed episode zero and one on it, and 
got familiar with that software as well to right. understand how it all worked. And then no more. So it stopped taking a charge. I took it to the store and they told me the repair on it would be like 650 bucks on my $750 and, and purchase. And it took them about a week to get back to you on that, right? Yeah, no, it took over the weekend and everything, so like four days. It just, it just stopped working like a day after our So the funny story about that, podcast, I, went, right? I went to the store and then I was looking at like their, because they have uh, their pricing sheets on the wall there. And so while I was waiting for uh, to be serviced, I was checking the sheet and it said uh, that like the diagnostic fee. Well, they had one that was like a flat rate of just $99. And then they had another one that was like $19 an hour. And I was worried because they've had my computer for four days at that point. Right. Oh, did you go with the 19 an hour? Actually, it was not. It was 99 an hour. Mm. And so I was like, I'm paying for college twice, I guess, just to get my laptop looked at and not repaired. It ended up being $49 at the end of the day. And positive end of the story, found out I'm under warranty. So getting that money back and saying goodbye to that piece of shit laptop. And you'll be getting a new one. I will. But similar model. Similar model, correct. So that one hopefully will not be a piece of shit. Yeah. I if, mean, it's, it's from your dad, right? Yep. It's not refurbished. Daddy's laptop. It's basically refurbished. I don't know what refurbished means, if I'm being honest with you. So computer like science this. guys might be able to tell me. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll have one of those on soon. We can Supposedly. ask them all about that. Well, we hope. <laughs> they, they seem excited about it. One day we'll have a guest on here. We'll see if it ever happens again. Um... That kind of does throw off our schedule a little bit. So do we proceed as planned with who we had for next week or do we mm. push? I think I think we just proceed as planned, honestly. Yeah. Does if, it doesn't matter to me at all. I'm fine keeping the schedule as as it was and then I'm I, excited about our next guest. I so am as well. I to to uh fill in the one who was supposed to be today, we can always fit them in like just just whenever. Some weekend. Some random, just Some garbage random episode. <laughs> no, no bad Hopefully blood there. Garbage. Yeah, no. Uh, we just prefer to be able to give some more notice to potential guests. But worst case scenario, you have another episode with me, Owen D. Rosengarden, and Blake Kenneth Weaver. And this one's been a success, I'd say. It's pretty good. You're not happy with it? I th- think it could have been a little better. Right. Went on a couple tangents, I think, but... You didn't like the Breaking Bad bit. No, I loved it, Owen. I don't think you did. Well, maybe that's a good place to wrap up for today. So, (laughs) um, shout out once again. Check out the YouTube description for uh, links to John Montella's stuff as well as Austin Butterfield's. Uh, They made our intro and outro. John is also, as mentioned, our new editor for our videos and audio. So, shout out to him. Make sure you guys go check them out. Uh, they do a lot of good stuff for us to make this not sound terrible. And, I mean, we handle them not looking terrible. It's on a box of Pop-Tarts. I mean, it doesn't get much more classy than that for college students. Very high tech. Uh, so, signing off here from Aug Residence Hall. We live in 4130, by the way. Come visit us if you're uh, actually in Madison. Or if you're not. That's true. They do, they do leave the doors unlocked. Well, I mean, how else... Well, yeah, why would we limit people to visit us if they're not in Madison, you know? Does that make any sense? I don't know what you just said. All right, yeah, we'll just say goodbye for today. So uh, (laughs) keep an eye out for the audio to eventually drop on Spotify. We'd like to 
be like a real podcast and release audio episodes as well. Otherwise, this will be on YouTube as soon as we get it edited, probably tomorrow, Friday, the 16th, right? So my schedule says the 15th. All right, on the 16th. So I hope you guys have a good weekend. Uh, Bye. The sunrise.